Fix Insider July 28th. This fix is being written on the way to California so may be a little briefer than usual. No fix next week but normal service resumed on August 11th. Ads and dollar quarterly results. A real mixed bag in the Q2 results. Meta did really well and seemed to have overcome the effects of the Apple privacy push. Mike Shields covers it well. Google did well too, although the good YouTube performance raises again the issue of some ads appearing in the ring places. But Snap didn't do so well. I think they struggle because competition copy all their good ideas. But they have a loyal audience, evidenced by reasonable growth in subs, just a bit small to get the attention of advertisers. And their iFriend is interesting. They are strong in our which should prove a bonus, eventually. Wild thought, could Apple buy them as a way to accelerate spatial? Or would regulators intervene? A Reuters note on results sums up the challenge for everyone other than GAFA. Advertisers, who make up a big share of Alphabet's revenue, have pulled back on spending precious dollars on untested platforms, helping the Google parent as well as Facebook owner meta platforms. So maybe reach, publishers of the Mirror and Express are justified when they blame digital revenue drop on Facebook move. But anyone who has spent time on their sites may consider the terrible user experience a factor. Ads keep loading, pop-ups everywhere making it hard to read the latest story on Leeds' failings in the transfer market. New TV It's a quiet week for TV but the Hollywood Reporter thinks it's a bad week for Bob Iger, particularly given his comments on the writer's strike. The Wall Street Journal has more on telly, the smart TV advertisers pay for. Antenna have lots of data on the Netflix Q2 performance. AI The antipathy between the major players in AI is becoming more public. Amazon exec Adam Salipsky says there will not be one generative AI model to rule them all, playing in down the apparent lead by Microsoft and OpenAI. But OpenAI's Sam Altman is looking to consolidate their lead, even though his vision for AI puts him on collision course with regulators. VC firm A16Z are taking the thinking further. Having an AI companion might seem niche, but it's emerged as a predominant use case for generative AI. There are already hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of people, including us, who have already built and nurtured relationships with chatbots. We believe we're on the cusp of a significant societal shift, AI companions will soon become commonplace. What was once the domain of science fiction, the likes of Wally, R2D2, or Plankton's Karen, is fast becoming a reality. And at A16Z, we are excited about it. Google are pushing AI front and center. The FT celebrate the contribution of Google's with Transformers, the Google scientists who pioneered an AI revolution. And they are pitching news organizations with an AI tool that writes news articles. It's unclear whether they are pitching the same people who want Google et al. to pay for linking to their stories. Barry Diller seems to be leading publishers to fight back with claims they want billions not millions for the content AI models are trained on. Whilst all the talk continues people are doing remarkable things with AI, like this Gabriel's Great Win music video. Merchant Media A couple of years ago Criteo was focused on following third-party cookies and many thought their prospects were poor. But a remarkable turnaround saw a new focus, retail media and they are going from strength to strength as this podcast covers. Their new measurement tool with IAS underlines their commitment. Pubmatic have ambitions in this new space too, launching Convert, a self-service advertising platform for commerce media. This builds on their cloud capabilities and hopes their client base want a one-stop shop. High Street electrical retailer Curry's see opportunity and have partnered with Publicis-owned Epsilon to exploit their tech-savvy customer base. And here is an eight-part guide to building a retail media network. Merchant The Wall Street Journal report that TikTok is doubling down on their e-commerce plans in the US, no doubt influenced by their Chinese compatriots.
given the impact that Shine and Temu appear to be having on Amazon, as we reported last week, could this impact Amazon too? The information have more detail on this and the way TikTok are switching to the front foot generally in the US. This LinkedIn analysis of the TikTok move is worth reading. TikTok is not just trying to dominate US hashtag e-commerce. It's building an hashtag Amazon-like flywheel to dominate, well, everything. If TikTok need inspiration the fact Kim Kardashian's Skim Cosmetics is now worth $4 billion gives them hope, good commentary on this by a leading voice on social commerce. And a new retail report on Chinese merchants, supermarkets in particular. New retail was coined by the Chinese company Alibaba and describes merging online and offline shopping concepts. The goal is to make grocery shopping more enjoyable and convenient for customers, increasing their loyalty to the store. Audio. The rise in Spotify fees brings them into line with most competitors and it's likely most of the new revenue will flow straight to the labels. So Spotify suffer the losses of unwinding their aggressive push into podcasting, and the comments on the FT article show the skepticism over the business model. The importance of ads is often overlooked with Spotify but at $404 million for the quarter, so 13% they are material. You can imagine some experimentation around ad-supported packages at a lower price to see how much they can grow that. Eck is also bullish on AI and ads. By using generative AI and our tools here, I think you're going to be able to see that we can significantly reduce the cost that it takes for advertisers to develop new ad formats, X said. And that obviously means that you as an advertiser instead of having one ad, you can imagine having thousands and tested across the Spotify networks, things that you could easily do today using text but you haven't been able to do over video or in audio. Remember Spotify bought London-based AI voice pioneer Sonic a couple of years ago. Groupm are bullish on audio, with a new report on programmatic audio produced in partnership with the AI of Europe. And lawyer Nick Breen writes about how AI is reshaping the music industry. Social. The car crash at Twitter continues with a rebrand and cuts in ad prices. Desperation? I have no clue on current CPMs, but they have been trying to keep them at usual levels. Looking at the ads that do crop up I imagine they are low right now and I can't see much they can do to lure people back when things keep changing so dramatically. Fix friend Tracy Fellows has a go at explaining what the X is going on at Twitter. And an interview with a meta exec suggests threads isn't about Twitter. It's about resetting Instagram's social graph. So this post from Oxios is timely, showing how social apps are merging into one as each copies the other's features. Adtech. France is the first country to formally complain about the way Apple acted with their ATT, with other European markets also investigating. Not sure what action can be taken but this could weaken Apple entry in the ad market. The much-anticipated demise of cookies takes a big step forward with the announcement Google will enable its privacy sandbox next week with their APIs working on around a third of all Chrome browsers. Since Bloomberg elected to remove the programmatic ads from the site, things have gone well, faster loading, better click-throughs and CPMs up by 20%. A lesson for reach? Agencies. Some of the ad-holding companies are struggling. Both IPG and Omnicom reported weaker revenues and offered little optimism about future prospects. Martin Sorrell's S4 also warned of reduced profits. Publicis fared better but their recent acquisitions give them more of a tech profile like Epsilon mentioned above. Do prospects look good? They are valued by clients for their skill in the old world but do world-class brands go to holding companies for advice on the metaverse? Mid-Joutney? Or even Meta? These companies are full of super smart people but is the shape of the business fit for purpose anymore? Stagwell CEO Mark Penn talks of the need for human steering AI. AI will streamline marketing jobs. 
but computers act only on what they learn about the past, while people have imaginations that take leaps that cannot be duplicated by programs. This becomes even truer once all teams will be equipped with similar technology. This means that while Tier 2 content will be taken over just as sensors have taken over toll collection, Tier I content will require even greater minds to get a competitive edge. Makes sense but he would say that wouldn't he? Plus plus. UK to tighten rules over illegal content on internet platforms, FT. Shopify shames employees with cost calculator for pointless meetings, Bloomberg. An early addictive project was my meeting magician app which lets you calculate the cost of meetings, play bullshit bingo and schedule fake calls so you could leave dull meetings. How to optimize your marketing budget with modern market mix modeling, good article by a former colleague who really gets measurement. Good podcast from futurist Tracy follows future of you, identity audiences and avatars. Attention's the problem, creativity's the answer, as ever, Tom Roach in Marketing Week. Let's all start leaving voicemails again, Wall Street Journal. Benedict Evans on an AWIN podcast. Inside Barbie's Pink Publicity Machine, How Warner Brothers Pulled Off the Marketing Campaign of the Year, Variety. Personally I chose Oppenheimer when the St. Ives weather disappointed. It dad about half the Barbie take on a much smaller ad budget. Graydon Carter on why the old men in Hollywood and DC need to pass the baton. Former Vanity Fair editor on Succession. No, not that one.